and welcome back to this week's episode of Duel of Taints. I'm Rat. So many of you may have heard, may have not heard that we actually now have a phone number that people can call in and let their voices be heard on the podcast. Yeah. So it's not just for Duel of Taints. But if you'd like, you can call the number and, and just tell us, like, hey, you know, I got a suggestion for Duel of Taints. Like, you guys should talk yeah, about so this. Make sure if you're talking to one specific podcast, you let us know which podcast that is. Yes. Um, but, uh, yeah, you can call that number, actually, um, at 657-888-3835. That's 657-888-DUEL. Pretty proud of that. <laughs> Just like the infomercials. Uh, uh, Billy Mays here. <laughs> but actually, uh, we do. We are. We've already had a couple calls, and so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna play them. Yeah. So here they are. This is the first one. This is the very first call in. Hi, this is uh, Richard Wilson from Panduck, Kentucky. I've been uh, going through your backlog of podcasts, and uh, I. Uh, I uh, I uh, I listened to the, uh, the one recently called Yeti Spaghetti, and um, I gotta say, he's he's real. Bigfoot's real. I had dinner with him last night. We ate uh frog legs and uh some caviar. At least I think it was caviar. I'm not exactly sure. Anyways, um, moving on. I I gotta say that uh. The, the duel between uh, you two guys that involves Han Solo and Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones wins all day long. I mean, I I, I once used to drive limo, and at one time I had Harrison Ford, and even he thinks Indiana Jones is better. So yeah, that's my two cents. And um, yeah, I'd appreciate it if you maybe play this on the air sometime. I'd get a grill shindig kick out of that. Okay, bye. All I got to say, that Richard Wilson guy sounds like one handsome, amazing, smart man. Yeah. Uh, well, a couple like, things. You know, I, I, I feel a special bond with that guy already. Oh, is that right? <laughs> yeah. You feel a special bond? <laughs> is it the Pantuck, Kentucky? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, Pantuck, magical place. <laughs> Pantuck, Kentucky. <laughs> Gateway to the south. Or, right? Is Kentucky in the south? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's considered south. It's not deep, I mean, if Tennessee, it's not if Tennessee is considered the South, then I think Kentucky's considered the South. Yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of weird. Like Missouri, parts of Missouri are considered South, parts of Missouri are almost considered North. It's one of those weird states. Like it's weird. That whole South is, or that excuse me, well, the South too, but like, that whole area, that whole area is just the Bible Belt. It's backwards, in a lot of ways. I I lost the Southern contingent of dual fans, t- friends. <laughs> yeah, fans, so but. many of them. <laughs> uh, but I haven't even been drinking. <laughs> Uh, Richard, Richard Wilson? Richard right? Wilson. Uh, this Maybe, is what I... Can we call you Dick? <laughs> Dick Wilson? <laughs> Dick, Dick, Dick Willie? Listen, Dick, uh, <laughs> I got a couple of things to say about you. First of all, you can rightly go fuck yourself, uh, because Han Solo is better than, than Indiana Jones. And also, I don't believe that you drove Harrison Ford in a limo, because when asked if Harrison Ford liked Han Solo or Indiana Jones more, he said both characters were integral in his... But that was by, in his that career. Was by a reporter. He had to be politically correct. But this is a, a one-on-one personal conversation. Do you actually believe Dick? I believe in Dick. 
I, <laughs> I know you want to believe in dick if you don't. I have a, I have a firm belief in dick. <laughs> it, <laughs> oh god oh. well okay i guess i'll give him that but i mean oh. i know harrison ford is kind of one of those guys that are like notorious for sort of trolling if you will he he really thrives on making people uncomfortable yeah so i guess i could i mean i don't know i'm not gonna say dick's a liar but <laughs> i don't even know if dick. that's your real name <laughs> you know is Penta kentucky a real place i, him. I doubt it <laughs> Did dick <laughs> we <What>? gotta go <laughs> take the show on the road to Pantuck, Kentucky. <laughs> Jewel of Jane's first live Can we show. Do it in your living room? Uh, yeah, Nick. <laughs> you know some guys, I need, right? I need you to do me a solid here, man. <laughs> Let's do it in your living room. Come on, man. Uh, we re- we need a real solid here, Dick. We'll, we'll bring beer. <laughs> I promise. What kind do you like? But um, now we have, the we, what's the second? We have a second one. Oh yeah, here. Let me play that for you. Fuck you, you hacks. Well, no Canada checks in. The the true north. The the great white north. voice is heard. I thought they were supposed to be nice. That guy sounded like an asshole. (laughs) What did he say we were? Hacks? (laughs) Fuck you. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Get your own podcast, (laughs) fucker. (laughs) Fuck you, I do, eh? (laughs) (laughs) Those are the first podcasts. You heard it here on, or what? First podcast. First uh, call-ins. You heard it here first on Dula Taints. What an asshole. I know. Well, he reminds me a lot of you. <laughs> Is that right, eh? <laughs> Fuck you, you hacks. <laughs> well, it's an impression. Uh, <laughs> I know, I do. Pretty... Uh, dude, actually, people say I'm pretty good at impressions. <laughs> yeah, but you, only, you seem to only choose one and it's Bane. <laughs> yeah, I got my... <laughs> I'm born by it. <laughs> the file rises. <laughs> I was molded by it. <laughs> You look at me. I don't see what else here. <laughs> you Have you seen the uh, the college humor uh, Batman ones? Like, what's the one like? I think you told me about this on another episode. Did I? I think so. Maybe. And he's like, I like totally. We totally did it. And she's like, Yes, but my real plan was to, you know, and Bane's sitting there like dying, and <laughs> and she's like, Yeah, but my real plan was to do this. And he's like, But you like totally like suck my dick. And then Bane's like, do we really have to talk about this now? And he's like, I mean, it was it was gross, even for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll have to look that up. Um, all right. Speaking of Bigfoot, though. And then he ends it by saying, you now have my permission to cry. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> so funny. Oh, all right. So speaking of Bigfoot, I don't have a, I don't have a sighting per se that I saw, but it's. This is a good story. I have to set it up by telling you the person that I met. All right. We went to Lisa. You know, she likes to hunt with her dad. So we got her, her hunting rifle sighted. But to get it, we went out to PD, Oregon, which is about 10, 12 miles southwest of Dallas, Oregon. It's up in the hills. Southwest, the old bumfuck Oregon yeah, there. Yeah, pretty much. It's not even a true town. They don't have a post office. It used to be a town. It's just a you had to of... drive past the Klan headquarters <laughs> to get there. <laughs> but it's kind of a loose community. And... <laughs> What does that mean? It's like like they're a loose it? community? Like they just give it out to anybody? Like oh, they're yeah. just like, hey, oh, yeah. flappy ass cheeks and all, buddy, what up? <laughs> well, anyways, um, <laughs> fuck. Um, we went went to this guy's house. He lives, uh, I, I, I shit you not. You have to drive down this long gravel road to get there. And this guy lives. And he, want, he likes to live like this. And I, I think it's actually pretty sweet, but like a hoity toity person would be disgusted and just like wronged by even being there 
The guy lives in a one-bedroom shack. When I mean one-bedroom, it is literally a shack that he built with his own two hands. And Does it keep water out? Does it keep the rain out? Oh, yeah. It works It works great. I mean, it, it actually looks nice for what it is. It looks really good. And it's yeah, there's a bed. There's like a little pot stove in there. And then he has like a... What does he do for a living? Odd, odd jobs. Part of it, part, part of his living is he has cattle there on the property that he runs for the owner. Oh, that's badass. Yeah. I, he, he has a very off-the-grid kind of style. No mailbox. I mean, that's just how he lives. But um, he, uh, we were going up there because, you know, he's friends of uh, Lisa's family. And, yeah, basically that's where they go shoot their guns because it's way out in the middle of nowhere. No, no neighbors. It's just really, you can do whatever you want out there. I mean, it's fine. And uh, he, uh, man, he, like, when meeting this guy, I had heard stories about this guy for three years. It's the first time I met him. His name was Brian. Hell of a nice guy. One of the nicest guys I've ever met. But, man, he uh, he's very animated, very redneck. And one of the first things he said when we got there, after, you know, they introduced me to him, real nice guy, shook my hand. We brought him beer. He likes Ham's beer. There's beer cans everywhere. <laughs> piles and piles. He probably had two, three hundred dollars worth of just beer cans just lying around. Are we going to go steal Brian's beer cans? No, because he's going to let us go Sasquatching on his house. Yes. His house. So, one of the first things is like, my God, I'll tell you what, I, uh, this is this is kind of what he sounded like. I I heard a sound last night that I have never before heard in my entire life. My goodness. I swear I was, on JC's name. No, I was I was sitting here by the fire. He has this old, big old stove outside of his shack that he, like, for outside cooking and outside living and hanging around. Yeah. I was sitting by the fire enjoying myself, me and my dog. And I heard off in the distance, way over yonder, he he had, so, there was something big over there, and it was making a noise between that of a monkey and a coyote screaming, but then also growling pretty close, like it was mad about something. It was, was one terrifying noise. And I I went and grabbed my uh, my shotgun, took out the, the, the buckshot, and put in some, you know, heavy-duty shells in there, because I didn't know what I was messing with. And uh, this guy, I... I, I, I shit you not. And that, that some bitch was moving close to my house because he was about five, six hundred yards away at first. And then he was moving closer until he was about a hundred yards over that way. And he's pointing off into this. And he's surrounded by woods. I mean, this is like woods. Over there, a hundred yards away. I could hear him. He was growling. He was something mad about something. I don't know if he was trying to mate or what and not getting any. That son of a bitch was right there. I had my gunshot ready. And I, I haven't heard anything like that before. And then, seriously. At the beginning of the story, when he said, I heard something last night I never heard before, I was like, oh, please let it be Sasquatch, please let it be Sasquatch. And, and as soon as he finished, I'm like, it's, it's Sasquatch. <laughs> and he just kind of looked at me like, not like I was an idiot, but like, this guy actually. He's like, he's like, finally. <laughs> no, I'm like, no, this guy actually, wow, cool. <laughs> I mean, he's like, wow, I didn't, I didn't think that guy would go here. <laughs> well, my name's Brian, son. What's your he, name? No, he was just like that. No, he's a super nice guy. One of the friendliest guys you ever meet. Like, um, then he was talking to him, and it's a perfect Sasquatching place. It's right up in the hills, and he has big old, um... I know a lot of people who go, like, kind of, uh, like, gold panning and stuff up in that area. Well, I think he does, because he has a creek that runs behind, because he has a, right in the middle, middle of his property, where he lives, he actually, uh, there's a big old pasture, in you know, 10, 12 acres, of just grassland that he keeps irrigated with a, a homemade kind of style, irrigation system, and he has a pump running in the creek that pulls water from it up to these pipes and out into the field. So he has the cows that he raises can, you know, eat the grass, nice green grass. And then, and then so he, I mean, it's a nice cool area. I mean, he, it's surrounded by woods, but there's a nice big old opening, but there's tons of like woods you can just like hike down into. And, but yeah, it, it was a perfect place. And then he started telling me other stories, but not in the same area, but 
or not not on his property, but same basic area, like outside of Fall City, kind of where he was out he was out hunting one time, and they came across a really big old track, literally in the middle of nowhere. He says like, there's no trail leading to this. It was middle of nowhere, big old. It looked like a human foot, but a very large human foot, barefoot track. And he's that there's just one, but it's like there's no one's gonna set up a freaking hoax out there because he says. You have to hike. And no one. It's not a place where you just randomly go for a hike. Yeah. You have. There's no trail. He, that basically machetes. So there's just one to. footprint that they saw. Uh, they said they looked for others. They couldn't find any others, but it was kind of near a creek, so it sees it's possible thing was like walking in the creek or whatever. Yeah. No, I can buy that. Anyways, I mean, he didn't, he didn't even use the word Sasquatch. What he's telling me, he just said he just found a random ass like footprint. It was yeah. really weird. Yeah, I I didn't even I never got out of him whether he was a believer or not, but what he's he didn't know. I got a feeling he's not necessarily a believer, but he, he but he definitely believed he heard a weird noise. And towards the end of after they got uh, my wife and her brother got their gun sighted out there, you know they were shooting off a bunch of rounds at a target trying to get it locked in. I asked you know Robert Leo asked him like, wait, would you mind if me and my dad and my brothers come up here and Sasquatch sometime? Oh yeah, sure, come on out whenever you want. Just bring your tent, sleep bags. Camp out wherever you want. Just, you know, I have, I have a few rules. Watch out for the cow patty. I, I have a few rules. You know, if, if you guys decide to bring guns, that's cool with me. But I have a few rules about it. First rule is, do not shoot my dog. <laughs> Second rule, do not shoot a human. Third rule, if you shoot the pipe that I irrigate the field with, you bought it. If you shoot a cow, you buy it. And the price, the prices are inflated. Uh, fair enough. I said, I don't think we're going to bring guns. And he looked at me like, well, you're not going to bring guns. Oh, well, you're going to go Sasquatch on? You're not bringing guns? And he kind of like, well, you can use something on. That's cool. <laughs> no, man. We, we're just wanting to like, get photographic evidence. That's all. We're not, we don't want to hurt anything. But what happens if a serial killer breaks into your house and, <laughs> well, and... Those guys, that guy in his shack, he had a bunch of guns. And not even his whole arsenal, but it's just ones he like used target practicing with that day. I mean, yeah. I'm, I probably said too much, but well, you're not going to be able to find this place just by me describing the shack, because you, you know you're not going to be able to find. You have it's off it's off the grid. Like you, it takes some getting to get. Yeah, it takes some doing to get to where he lives. It's not easy. Like you need a, a four wheel drive vehicle to get to it. Oh wow. Yeah, it, I mean, it ain't easy. So, and plus, I wouldn't if you, I wouldn't just like go break onto his property because the dude is he has guns. And he'll let you shoot him. I mean, come on. <laughs> but yeah, no, he's basically just give him a phone call, let him know you're coming out, and it's cool. You don't care. Just let him know ahead of time. That's all he needs. And bring him beer. Yeah, hams. Yeah. Like, oh, dude, seriously, like a couple hundred bucks worth of hams just everywhere. Not like messed around, like, oh, there's a random can here, there. Oh, yeah. Big piles of it, but like several. Well, I got to keep them organized. Yeah. Well, Not sure about that hams. You know, it's like a wildly popular beer, but. Uh... Well, we brought like 24 pack. Or thirty pack, I can't remember, and that's all we had to drink. So I was forced to drink that beer. As far as crappy beer goes or cheap beers go, it's actually not that bad. It's better than Budweiser or Coors, in my opinion. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I don't like, I don't like either of those. Look, but you want the three best beers you can buy at a grocery store. Okay, it's Coors Original, followed by Rainier. Wait, what? Followed by Rainier's okay. Followed by Tecate. Tecate. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. It's Mexican beer. I know, I know, I know. The guy great. So I, I, I thought you'd go somewhere else. I don't know. It's on par with hams. I think it's on par with PBR. I'm not. 
Oh yeah, but PBR all, all is like beer number is ten. Down all, there. all light cheap beer like that is pissing a glass or pissing a can. But that's me. why Rainier is so good though, because it's it's a light beer, but it's really golden, has a full body texture with like great taste, yeah. and it's not hoppy either. Like that's the, like hams is like literally like they took some water with some hops at the bottom and then put it in a can. Yeah, but that's all. That's all. That's all. What cheap beer is. It's all cheap beers like that. Yeah, my, but if you're my gonna opinion. do it, you got to do it well. You know what I mean? Like, well, if you're gonna do it well, then you might as well make like a a, a good beer, like some Dead Guy or some freaking. Well, yeah, for Hefeweizen sure. You can or... get you can get crafty, and I like craft. Craft beers, beers are than... way. I mean, I love craft beers. I love Hefeweizen. I love. But to Rogue me, it's Dead like guy. if we're talking, if we're talking like our grandpa's beers. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, if we're my talking... grandpa was a PBR guy. Well, that says a lot. <laughs> But I mean, PBR is great. Don't get me wrong; I love it. Uh, it's a it's a go to beer if you don't have much money. Yeah, I mean, but I do kind of put hams on par with PBR. Like, it's no, that's just, what I'm saying. It's on par. I think it's better than. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, hams was my grandpa's beer too. Probably. Well, I don't. Yeah, my grandpa drinks hams. But uh, <clears throat> honestly, I mean, I was just like, I'd rather I'd rather go for Coors Banquet or or I mean, even the Rainier. I know it's a little weird, but yeah. I mean, it's just they're both really flavorful for what they are, and they're cheap. Yeah. But well, whatever well, personal opinion, we can save the beer debate for another episode. Yeah, that'd, that'd be a good one to do. Is um, we should do like a blind like taste test. Oh, like, that'd be fun. No, seriously, like you pick like your five like best beers, like your favorite five, and I'll pick five other ones. But then we'll do a blind test. We'll mix them all up and we'll see if we can actually pick out the names. You're a better. I'm more of a whiskey guy. You probably I'd probably do better at the whiskey than you do. At the whiskey, but you'd beat me at beer, I think. As long as we ain't getting too expensive even with still the whiskey. The, <laughs> even still with the whiskey, you'd probably still beat me. You have well, little, you're, you're a bit better at that. But anyways, we should do that. Or maybe we just pick five random beers, you know, and we could even go, like, a, a competition so you can guess which ones they are. Yeah. You know, and then uh, do the same thing with the whiskey and see who, who can who has the better taste palate. Yeah, good way to do but, that. But before do each before we even do the blindfold, it, you you take a can, you can see it, you take a swig of each first, so you have the taste. Yeah, and then the same thing with the whiskey. Well, I would even then do say, the blind test. That'd be a cool. I would even say for me to defend my honor about the beers that I'm ranking here, I make my list of five, my top five like domestic beers. Not we're not going to get all into the craft beers yeah. and, the, and the micro brews. But we'll do top five domestic. You know, like I said, my top three right now are Coors Original, Rainier, Tecate, and then I'll add two on there yeah. in order. And then we issue a blind taste test for myself, and I have to order the beers based on how I okay. how I like them. And we'll see how... Maybe pick your three favorites and your three least favorites. It's C, blind. That's a good idea, yeah. Let's do yeah. that. That's a cool because idea. Then, because, see, I can sit here and talk all day about my favorite beers, but can I back it up when I when I don't know which one's which? That's a really good idea. Or you can do, we can even do that with craft beer too. You'd be like, oh yeah, that'd be do six with the regular cheap that, beer and then six craft beer and see if you can do that. Like if your three favorite craft beer and your three least favorite craft beer, like craft beer, you'd say, uh, yeah, overrated. Yeah. Although it'd be a little bit more obvious though with the craft, craft beer would be you, a lot Cause it's like my three least favorite is this IPA. And, and so and then it's like, okay, maybe craft beer is not the best, but cheap beer. It'd be easy to do. Maybe beer. even whiskey would be a good way to do it because whiskey is all, t- you know, they taste the same mostly. I disagree. They there's taste not, similar, I should say. They, I mean, they're all whiskey. Well, all cheap beer tastes similar to me too. That's what I'm saying, though. That's but why it works. There's with definitely cheap some cheap beer. Like I used to be a black velvet guy just because it's dirt cheap, but now that I've my 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 father-in-law, Your palate's he, expanded. Yeah, well, he likes he likes his whiskey. He likes 
you know, tasting and sipping and yep. like smelling the whole thing. And so, like, yeah, I've expanded like the... my horizons quite a bit. So I back black, like looking back, oh, black velvet is shit. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's disgusting. Whiskey. Pretty bad. I but mean, uh, let's do that. Maybe here a couple episodes, we'll do the yeah, that sounds like, that'll be fun. Fest. Yeah, sounds good to me. Let's do it. So, uh, all that from Bigfoot. <laughs> what else? Uh, go ahead. Well, last episode. Oh yeah, we did Tusk. It we saw. Me and Tusk. you both liked it. We both had our minor criticisms, uh, but it was mo- we both. Gen- I generally enjoyed it. Oh yeah. That did not do good at the box office. It still at all. isn't doing well. But oh, you know what? Man. My heart breaks because I, I wanted that movie to succeed. And when I say succeed, I, I just wanted it to make his money back. I, it, it cost three million to make. I wanted it to make six million. I wanted it to actually make profit. That's what I was hoping for. Just because, like, we, we both we were almost the inception. You know, a lot of people are are hating on Johnny Depp's performance. Why? That, like, even the reviews, even the negative reviews, all said like the best part of this movie is Johnny Depp. I would agree, personally. And to me, he was one of the best parts. But I, I think a lot of other things were just as good. I think Michael Parks knocked it out of the ballpark with it. Michael Parks was the star of the movie. He was the star. And honestly, like, we said it last time, and I and I and a couple people laughed at me, but I... Like, that was Oscar-worthy. I mean... Uh, I, I still think it is. I'm not saying it's the best performance of the year, but it's going to be one of them. I, I yeah, I... I it, to me, that's a hard performance to beat. Um, I don't know. It's just a lot, you know, and a lot of people uh, have sort of criticized us for saying that. But if we're just being honest, we're not. I mean, me and Kane are both critical of movies. It's not like we just like what we like yeah. and we're gonna overprescribe it. I mean, like, come on, like. I love Conan the Barbarian, but I don't think Arnold Schwarzenegger gave an Oscar-worthy performance in Conan the Barbarian. No. But uh, I don't know. It, it but maybe James Earl Jones did. <laughs> <laughs> it made me sad that that movie didn't do as well. I mean, it still has a chance. It still maybe. has a chance. I think like video on demand and like video rentals. Well, I mean, it's and still stuff. in theaters right now. You never know. Maybe that there'll be word of mouth will pick up a little bit and you'll get a bunch of people going to see it. But I was disappointed because I mean, I, I mean, to me, I can I can sort of understand it because it's like, do we want to spend our ten bucks to see Tusk or do we want to spend our ten bucks to see Guardians of the Galaxy? You know what I mean? Yeah, but like I said, I I I thought there was a niche, uh, enough of a niche. Yeah, crowd, I thought the same. Especially Kevin Smith fans that would have gone and seen it, it would have made its money back. So I'm kind of you know fuck you, Kevin Smith fans, you're not doing your job. Yeah, I feel like the movie is it's probably his best movie in my opinion. So yeah, it's up there. Clerks two is really good. Red States, I the more I watch, it, the more I like it. So I mean, it's up there with his best. And there's some generally like disturbing parts in it. I wouldn't say scary. It's not like on The Exorcist level scary but i mean there's some disturbing like scenes in it that like kind of give you give you chills a little bit i mean i've thought about the movie at least once a day since we've seen it yeah that's i mean i've quoted it <laughs> <laughs> like i don't know i honestly i'm a little disappointed but i mean what are you gonna do it seems now that i think about it and get a little bit um distanced from it i can sort of say I mean, it's the type of movie that wouldn't succeed at yeah, a theater. I but get... that's the point of, like, a limited release, you know? like It, it was limited in a sense. That it was only in, like, 600 movie theaters versus Garden Galaxy, which, which was in, like, 6,000. Yeah. I Maybe mean, not that many, but it was in a lot. It was in every theater everywhere. Yeah. I mean, but, like, Tusk had a decent, you know... I mean... I, I, I just thought there was more Kevin Smith fans, a more niche crowd out there that would have, at least, it would have made its money back. It'll it'll release in Canada later, and it'll release in. Has it released in the UK already? 
Uh, you know, that's a good point. Honestly, usually it does release later. So I, I know Canada's be... releasing is in, is in October. So there still might be hope in that sense. It probably will make its money back through in theaters alone, like worldwide release. You know, eventually. Yeah. But I hope so, because honestly, the the world needs more movies like this. Oh, they're gonna get two more: Yoga Hosers and Moose Jaws. But I, my thing is that like, if Tusk doesn't do well. Yoga hosers hurt. and freaking moose jaws do not stand a chance. Which I'm hoping, like, like I know yoga hosers is already made, so that's coming out. But I hope that hope moose jaws doesn't get like canned because like the failure of Tusk to make money. Yeah, I know. I mean, I don't think he would can it, but I think like his financial backers would be like, "Well, screw you, Tusk didn't make money. Why do you think moose jaws would?" Yeah, and moose jaws in a sense is a way more out there idea, like a. a a renegade moose that kills people. Yeah, it's funny. I I just see it. I think it's hilarious, but it doesn't have like Tusk like benefit from the whole like psychopath like kidnapping yeah. kind of thing. So, I mean, Sharknado made money. Yeah, this exactly. Movie. Sharknado's <laughs> making money. That's a <laughs> shitty movie. This mo- and Tusk had good acting. Freaking Kevin Smith learned how to move the goddamn camera. There's some really great shots. But oh, it's disappointing. But hopefully, it does better here in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I agree. We'll but, see. Uh, There's still some hope. A little bummed out to see Kevin Smith kind of, you know, he, I, you know, on Facebook and Twitter. I think he said, "See the movie that's still gasping for air." And I'm like, "Oh, poor guy." I think he has humor about it, though. Oh yeah, I mean, he's the guy who. But I hadn't even considered the overseas thing. If it hasn't released overseas yet, it still stands a chance to make its money back. I think so. It's definitely not really an American movie when you think about it, like in the sense that. Oh, I think Canada probably won't do very well because Canadians are like, "Oh, fuck you, eh?" But then. Uh, what? I, 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 well, I mean, the movie makes fun of Canada pretty good. I mean, A to Z. <laughs> <laughs> How many times though is Canada in the limelight? The whole entire movie's Canada's in the limelight. Exactly. I'm saying, though. That's what I'm saying, though. How many times in movies in general? Like, what's Canada's equivalent of Hollywood? There isn't one. That's true. A lot of movies are made in Toronto, but yeah, a lot of movies, a lot of, are, a lot lot of movies of, are made in Portland, too, but it's not Hollywood. A lot of American TV shows, too, are filmed in Toronto because there are taxes and the way it works. Yeah. And, but uh, We'll see. Anywho, uh... No, we didn't account for getting through our subject matter so fast. It's only like 25 uh, minutes in. Hey, yep. really is. 25 on the dot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, we didn't account for this. Well, hey. Have a smoke, right? Wipe <laughs> the shit. Get to know it. Raped and bloodied by life. Yep. That was an odd dude. We're, we're actually tailgating right now uh, in the back of my dad's uh, old pickup truck in the... In their driveway, of all things, so it's kind of a we're a very mobile podcast. We're, we can we can do it anywhere. Yeah, we're taking it on the road a little bit. Speaking of which, though, so um, we have another uh, podcast that'll be published soon. Finally, did some episodes yeah. of uh, Thaddeus. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh Thaddeus. yeah, I thought you, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even think of Thaddeus as one. No, I did. I just forgot about it. Yeah, then. So we got Thaddeus. Which... I got there's some edit, major editing because I got super drunk, which, yeah. which which created a lot of problems. And then there's there's about 20 minutes of it where it's it's funny in the sense of like, oh man, they were really sucking it up right now. But because like Rhett who showed up halfway through the yeah. the first episode. And then he stayed for, stayed on for the second episode. And they be, him and Sean just team up and just tear me a new one over <laughs> something I said. And <laughs> it's like 20 minutes of me, like, cackling, drunk and tripping over <laughs> shit, stepping on my dog. Yeah. And then 
you and Sean just tear me. It's it, it's it's like it's it sounds like gobble goosh. It's I just, mean, I, it's truly immaculate, Kane. <laughs> immaculate. I'm probably gonna cut most of that out, but I will keep the ba- like the start of that in so people. Kane, uh, it is funny. Got drunk in a way, it did kind of make me mad. It's like. You fuckers, I was trying to make a serious point. I know. I'm trying to reminisce Now here. you know how I feel about hasten my pace or whatever. When was the last time I did that to you? And I didn't, I was not the one who tore you a new one and made fun of you over that camp's Fair enough, story. fair enough. I defended you the next day I when know they kept making did. fun I know, of you. I know, I know. You owe me one now. I know, I'm sorry. Brett told this horrible, horrible, it was, but in his defense, it was meant to be horribly long and horribly bad. Yeah. Scary campfire story at a. <laughs> and my family. Nobody understands he, irony. He, he stupidly. <laughs> you don't understand art. He stupidly said, and, and then and then me and my brother we hastened our pace, <laughs> and was like, who, who the fuck says hasten anymore? Everybody says hasten. After Go that, play after, one game after, of magic. After you said it, we just tore you. They even tore you a new one, but yeah. Go play one game of magic. That would be that would have been a fair point had I been actually one of the guys making fun of you over that. Yeah, I know, but you didn't. It's fine. I felt bad for you because you were just getting, oh, my Aunt Christy and my mom were just relentless. Reaming me, yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, it's like, let them breathe. You know, it's like they had you in a chokehold and weren't letting you breathe all. Like, come on, let them go. Yeah, whatever. He's tapping out. Let him, let him breathe. <laughs> yep, wasn't even married at that point. Should have left. Should have backed out. <laughs> so how stupid you are. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it wasn't that bad. Whatever. You're, you're, my family likes you more than they like me. <laughs> right. Whatever, Kane. You're immaculate. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we got Thaddeus coming out soon. We got uh, our Dota podcast, our esports um, podcast, with me and another uh, another host who hasn't been in, on any of the other shows yet. Um, we call it the High Ground. It'll be uh, released here in a week or two. Um, and then Cinnaman is coming. We got way too many episodes recorded. Just uh, just waiting on the right time. Spiciest movie podcast, Kane. Cinnamon. Cinnamon. Cinnamon Crunch. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. There you go. That's the name right there. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, um, speaking of which, uh, a lot of people have uh, talked to us about uh, episode 17, You Booze, You Lose. Good one. <laughs> got a lot of response to that. That's actually one it, of my favorite ones. How does, it, how does it feel to have your uh, your embarrassing stories out there? To well, the anybody knows me. Any, pretty much everyone who's listened to that podcast, they know me, right? <laughs> well, at least half of them do, and they like, probably they've heard, heard that story because it's. Like, I, I don't mind telling that story because it, as embarrassing as it is, it, it's a pretty good story. I just I've love it. More, I've heard more feedback about yours. Oh, is that right? <laughs> <laughs> I love your story though when it starts and you're like. I woke up in a fountain. <laughs> like, you want to hear about the time? That's usually how I start the story. You want to hear about the time I woke up in a hotel fountain? <laughs> yeah. So great. Naked? Or, or in my underwear? In your underwear, yeah. I might as well have been naked, but... Yeah. It probably would have made the story better if I was, but... Anyways, right, um... Way some of our early episodes, we're, we're close to twenty episodes right now. We're yeah, this is our ni- that magic one hundred. This is our nineteenth. We... Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? 
we're we're one almost one fifth of the way to oh, yeah, magic yeah. one hundred that you scoffed at when I mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> I did, didn't I? I mean, look, you didn't even know the difference between an A wing and a snow speeder. So... What was the one I beat you? At? Oh, like, oh, fuck, someone's Darth Vader. Uh, oh, it, well, you didn't know that Han Solo had no. He didn't shoot. He had no direct involvement with uh, Darth Vader getting shot out of the. Oh yeah, fuck you. Okay. <laughs> Wait a no. Anyway, in one of the first episodes, I we were talking about fucked up movies a little bit. Oh I re- yeah. I rewatched one that I mentioned. I still think about that one I talk about all the time. Yeah. <laughs> the one. The dogs in the box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. <laughs> Park after dark. Um. A Serbian film. I was you just basically YouTube um, golfing, just kind of going through like video to video, just randomly. Oh, I see. I was like, "What? You were watching golfing on YouTube?" <laughs> no, I don't even watch it in real life. It's all in the hips. Just put it in the hole. I'm just trying to ease the tension, baby. It's your home. Go to your home. <laughs> you too good for your home. But uh, <laughs> I was just. And you know, like your, your, pre- your previous searches, like it, right now, they, yeah. they know what you want, so they start like doing suggestions. Yeah. And because I, I had, I've watched like weird scenes from movies and stuff, like some review, fuck that movie reviewer guy who just reviews, fuck that, I can't remember his name on YouTube, but he just does YouTube videos about re- reviews, fuck that movies, like Sallow or Antichrist, Ser- Antichrist, Serving Film, Human Centipede Part Two. And, uh, I, so see that, I'm like, oh, okay, so I click on his page, and he sees one about a Serbian film, like, is Serbian film a masterpiece? I <laughs> I had the same reaction, like, what? <laughs> so, and when I watched it, it was a very well-made and well-acted movie, with a decent plot, I mean, there's a couple small holes, but I mean, it was, it was pretty solid, it's just the subject matter itself, which is so freaking insane. Yeah. So he's talking about it, you know, and he talks about one scene in particular, Anyone who's seen that movie or heard of that movie knows about newborn porn. Yeah. It's a really horrible scene. He talks about, like, this scene, generally, it's it's notorious, considered one of the most messed up movies. Essentially, you know, for a lot of reasons, but mainly for the, the newborn scene. And he so he goes step by step where he talks about the editing process. Like, you don't actually, and it's true, when it's, you don't actually see anything. It's all in the audio, which I thought was like, that's actually, he's like, that's incredibly good filmmaking. This is the guy who made it. I didn't know this. The guy who made Serbian film, that was his first movie he ever did, wrote, wrote or directed. If you mind if, uh, if I interject real quick. It's like what a lot of people get on like Quentin Tarantino for, like with Pulp Fiction. They're like, the movie's too violent. It's too violent. Yeah, and then they're like, you and Quentin says, one of his scenes is like, you don't actually ever, it just shows how much they watch the movie because you don't actually ever really see that much violence. Yeah. like the A scene, lot of violence is implied. Well, like the scene, like in that movie, Bruce Willis cuts the dude with the samurai sword. Yeah. You don't actually see the actual cut. You see the aftermath it's like of the a cut. Typical, it's a very sh- quick editing. It's like a typical Western, like, samurai cut. Same thing. It's all very implied, and there's certain, there's always certain scenes. It's basically, I mean, you see some stuff, but you don't, it's very implied. And it's, it's also the audio does it. It's what the audio says. So that's, like, incredibly good filmmaking because, and he's saying, like, it's, a, it's almost groundbreaking how they did it. With the subject matter, it makes you, you see it and you're like, oh my god, I can't believe I just watched that scene. But you didn't see anything. You didn't see anything. It's disturbed you nonetheless. So they basically scared the crap out of you, disturbed the crap out of you without actually making you see anything. So he was, he was doing that. He was talking about the whole thing. And he says, yeah, I think Serving Film, for what it is, is a masterpiece. 
is I'm not saying it's the greatest movie ever made. I'm not saying anything other than that it is an incredibly well directed, well written, well acted movie. And it the point is to disturb you and it does. And it does it well and you don't really the truly disturbing the thing in that movie, the newborn porn scene, you don't actually see anything. You see other stuff. You know, like, anybody don't go out and don't take my word and like, oh, well, he's, you don't see oh, anything. Oh, it's a good it's, movie. <laughs> no, Watch you see it some, with my kids. You do see. So, uh, you it's do, like Freddy being like, yeah, I heard about this movie called uh, Deliverance. Deliverance. <laughs> we should watch that. Yeah, I'm like, oh, that's. I think we told that story. <laughs> we might have. But uh, if not, let us know and we'll tell it next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've got time for that shit. Yeah. Got bills to pay, but, bitch. Uh, yeah, it's not a movie for kids. You see some very bad stuff in it. But the most disturbing scene in that movie is all audio, basically. It's all very quick editing. You don't actually see anything. And, uh, yeah, I, that, I was like, so I rewatched it. And the dude's right, because all of a sudden the movie did not seem nearly as bad as I remember it, because I realized, like, oh, shit, you don't actually... It's the audio. The audio is disturbing. Yeah. But you don't actually see anything, so holy crap, that's... You just turn the volume down. Yeah, if you turn down the volume, that movie becomes way less disturbing. It's like a PG-13 movie. No, no, it still are. It's still NC-17. I can't think about that movie without thinking about the main theme music. Yeah. But I was just going to say, is there any... Let's think about that. I mean, is there any messed up movies you've watched lately? Except it just got me thinking, like, all of a sudden... I don't watch movies. All of a sudden, like... Tusk? <laughs> yeah, well, Tusk. Well, Tusk, you see a motherfucker turn into a fucking wall. I mean, <laughs> That's that, true. That, 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 you do. They don't turn... They don't... There's no quick editing in that movie. It delivers. <laughs> it delivers. But, uh, no, that was, that was actually really, uh... Interesting, uh... Little film school session I had there. It's like, oh my god, yeah. It's, it's the power of audio. Really? I mean, you think about the power of audio in any sense, in terms of cinema, and it's like... Uh, we talked about Star Wars, for example. Yeah. It just like that the lightsabers is its own music and yeah. blah, blah, blah. And, uh, it makes me want to rewatch some really messed up movies I swore I'd never see again. Yeah. Because, like, I really, like, I wonder how bad it would be if I just turned down the audio. Or if, like, if somehow you could edit out some of the audio and, like, okay, it's really not that bad. But, like, because I've, I've seen YouTube videos where they take, like, some of the scary music out of movies. Yeah. And all of a sudden... The movie does not seem near. It's music. I, like they take a, they take away like the, the very suspenseful music, and the movie doesn't seem all all that scary anymore. But there's some movies where, like Exorcist, there's barely any music in, and it's terrifying as hell. Yeah, there was. A, I was watching some music videos today, like some fan made music videos, and they were like, I took these clips from you know these three movies, and they named these movies, and I can't remember what they were, but I remember watching them. They're just being like, this look kind of fucked up, like, <laughs> like. Uh, like at one point you see a baby being delivered, but the baby is like completely black, like not like black skin, like not like hey I'm, um, <laughs> hey. hey like not like what up man, oh you know that out later, <laughs> yeah please, <laughs> dude I'm down, <laughs> I know your bachelor party, yeah dude that's, that's the kind of stuff you're doing at the bachelor party with the uh, black guy sat down, you were just like what's up brother. Come on, man. Come on, man. That's how I talk to everybody. No, it's not. Dude, it when I'm drunk, that's how I talk to everybody. No, it's not. Dude, I've been I... I've with you several times. I'm you don't talk to me down, like that. brother. I'm down. <laughs> Look. And they were looking at you like, is this guy for real? Kevin and TJ were cool. 
Or was it AJ? The only thing I don't I don't know. Aaron James, that's right. I remember. I was like, Aaron, my man, what up? And he's like, just call me AJ. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, we're not on the first name. Yeah. But uh, no, it's like, oh god, the only thing you didn't do was call me the N word. Like, like <laughs> shut up! <laughs> it wasn't was like, even oh, that bad. I was scared like you were gonna do it. Like, oh god, those guys are big. If if he says that, I'm not gonna save them because they'd kill me. <laughs> Dude, I I'm not an <laughs> asshole. I'm just down. You weren't being an asshole. That's the thing. You were actually incredibly friendly to him, but it was just like, but you were also being semi on on accident racist. <laughs> uh, no, no, you were. No, you you were being. I think that's the reason why you didn't get your ass kicked because you weren't actually saying anything mean, and you weren't trying to be mean. It was obvious you were just being friendly, but you were just a little overboard with that. Uh, dude, I don't know. Like, no, you were. You actually didn't do anything inappropriate in the sense of like you didn't cause a fight, you didn't really offend anyone. You were just loud. That's why you almost got kicked out so many times. And you were just being loud. Right on, brother. <laughs> Straight up. Oh, oh God. Dude, I'm down. I'm down. I'm down, bro. I'm down. Why you why are you flexing? Why you why are you flexing on me, bro? Um uh, Alright, well I think that's the other day. Oh wait. What? I thought I had shit to say too. Well, say it then. I don't know what I was gonna say anymore. I was gonna say I don't really watch fucked up movies. Well, you know, the fan made videos. Oh yeah. Yeah, the baby came out. Like, completely black, and I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. But then I was kind of... I don't kinda... like black babies. <laughs> but not black, like the skin color. Like, it was... Like, like charred? Like, like imagine, like... Uh, the way it looked to me was like... Uh, like, it looked like a inky squid baby coming out of a Oh, vagina. so it wasn't even like a human baby. It was a human, but it just like... It was just, It was black. It was black. But there are black humans. I know, but it was like... <laughs> I see what you're saying. So it was more... It was... It wasn't... It wasn't... It was like true black. It wasn't like... Yeah, it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't down. It was just like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right, fine. We'll edit that out. Yeah, but that one needs to be <laughs> What, dude? I thought we were going to pull punches on this podcast. Oh. Fuck the Pope. <laughs> Yeah, but my mom said we couldn't say things like that anymore. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry, mom. I'll edit that up for you. <laughs> no, um, I'm okay. down with Frankie. Okay, but anyways, I keep going. Like, what else? Could you figure out what other movies were they were taken from? Uh, I don't know. There was three movies, and it was just like weird. Like there was like this weird scene where there was all these like, like these uh, crosses, and like there was like a nuclear detonation in the back behind the crosses. Like there was like a mushroom cloud, and then there was like. Uh, I don't know. I got, I, at first I was watching the movie and I was like, oh, this, or I was watching the video and I was like, oh, these are kind of weird. And then I looked at the names in the movies and looked at the, like, images that it was showing and I was like, are these, like, I mean, they, you, they definitely were shitty movies. Like, they kind of felt grindhousey, like. Oh, those are some of the best ones, though. Eh, like, I don't do you know. remember any of the names of the movies? Uh, I could look them up real quick if you wanted me to. Yeah, I'll do it. Okay. Okay, so, okay. so, so the movie... <laughs> so it's not as fucked up as I thought it was. So what, what are the three movies? Well, okay, so Adaptation. <laughs> uh, it's actually a really good movie. That's not a messed up movie at all. Knowing uh, and tries Altered to be. States. I've never seen Altered States, so I can't speak to it. But the other two, not really. Uh, I wish that I could watch it to show Kane the parts that I'm talking about, though. If but won't let you. Yeah, it says it's not enabled for mobile. Uh, oh. I mean, it says here, like, all these all these comments say, like, it's sounding music, but disturbing videos. Why in the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um, people are like, scary video. 
this is like a video with pictures of hell. Uh, excellent oh. choice of clips. It really that captures the pain. That was my monster addict. I always like when people ask, well, what, 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 how would you describe your guys' uh, music style? I say hell's elevator music. <laughs> I always thought Montag would be good uh, elevator music for hell. Oh, see, but here, this guy says, Hey, dude, I was wondering about the movies you used to make that video. The only one I was able to recognize was Antichrist. Could you tell me the name of the other oh. two? I'm watching this because I just saw Altered States and started YouTubing it. I finished watching this because the music is good. Well, you've seen Antichrist. So did, yeah. Did it look like I have anything from Antichrist? I've seen uh, it, too. I, I haven't anything. seen the video, though. But. Well, maybe some of, like, the stuff at the end when he's in the shack and, like, there's all that, like, weird shit going on. But Yeah, that movie is, that is another kind of messed up movie. Yeah, I have it on the Criterion it, Collection. <laughs> it's also, well, the, the I can't remember the, the director's name. Oops. He makes some, like, a lot of art house movies. He just came up with, yeah. came out with Nymphomaniac Part 1. I think Part 2 is oh, coming out. Oh, that's why the same guy? Yeah. Oh, I was going to He makes that. some weird movies, like, uh. Dogville he made. It's kind of an odd movie. Um, I don't know where he gets all the money and funding to like make all the movies because they're all well made, well shot, like expensive equipment. But his movies are not for the masses. Like you no. don't think he's. I think Kevin Smith has made better selling movies. Yeah, for than, sure. I, I just like how the hell does he get money for to do all that? And he's, then again, he also he never. I know that direct. God, I wish I could remember his name. He never uh, flies anywhere. Kevin Smith. <laughs> yeah, well, he's too fat to fly. I'm saying. <laughs> no, but the like, director of uh, Nymphomaniac and Antichrist, he has like a fear fly that he won't fly oh, really? anywhere. Like if he was nominated for like an Oscar or a Golden Globe or something, he would he not would fly. drive or something, or not go. Yeah, he wouldn't. Well, he couldn't drive. He lives in Europe. He lives in, like... Take a boat. <laughs> right, it's kind of a long trip. Um, this other guy here on the on the comments writes. The rapey part of the video came as a surprise and made it a little uncomfortable to watch as I sit in my work cubicle. <laughs> <laughs> I like the, the rapey. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then someone's like, maybe you shouldn't be watching these YouTube videos at work. I don't know. Maybe you should earn your paycheck. And the guy's like, well said, friend. Well said. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a troll trying to get a rise out of him, but then... Uh, here's the other. This guy says, what movie was this taken from? And another guy says, pretty sure it's mostly... Koyaniskatsi. Which one? Koyaniskatsi. Koi, mostly. Sorry, good. Koi. Yeah, well, yeah, you're pronouncing it how I would. Must be like a Japanese or a. I know a lot of this or... footage is from altered states. Uh, the firewall scenes with buildings and forests and moose burning and the girl looking from the attic are from the knowing. The yeah. knowing, not knowing. Yeah. I don't know about the rest. I'm going to have to look up these videos. We'll talk about them maybe next time. All right. right. Anyways. Uh, I don't know. It, so the, that, the video is a little freaky. If you guys want to wa look it up and watch, uh, it's a fan-made video uh, for a song called Wretched World by Converge. Uh, Converge. Oh, that's a good, like, old school. They're still around, though, which is what's awesome. That's a band with longevity because they've been around a long 20 time. 20 years or 25 Never years. Never made it, like, big, huge, but that style of music, you don't make it bigger. Yeah. Huge. I mean, they're legendary from their... And that style of music, yeah, those guys were legendary when I started getting into it, and that was 15 what's, years ago. What's crazy to me is just getting into them now, and like I was telling you this earlier, and we won't dive down this rabbit hole too much, but it's like what's crazy about it earlier is that I'm just now sort of finding about out about Converge, despite having loved metal for like 10 years or more now. And uh, and it's crazy because everyone is is trying to compare like all these new bands to Converge. They're like, oh, like... Bring Me the Horizon is a lot like Converge, 
and which I mean, it's a fair comparison in the sense, but it's like you can't really compare them because first of all, they cater to different crowds completely, yeah. and and it's just like, um, but it's just it's fascinating to me that Converge is still sort of the standard of which they're measuring these new bands coming yeah. out. Like, I mean, that just goes to show you how like, the band with longevity. Like, is yeah, it is. man. I mean. And like I said before, I went through and listened to the 20 years of Converge in 20 minutes, and it's it's freaking fascinating to hear the evolution of a band over that long. Yeah. Especially like an underground punk hardcore band. Yeah. Fuck, it's interesting. But but Wretched World, uh, you can find that on YouTube. It's a fan-made one, but you won't be able to pick it up on mobile, apparently, so watch it on your desktop or your laptop. Um, well... It's been kind of an all-over-the-place uh, episode, but yeah, hopefully we're... you enjoy it. And uh, What's the phone number they can call if they want to have their voices literally heard? Yeah, for real, guys. You guys can be heard like yeah, you heard uh, Dick Wilson there at the beginning <laughs> uh, and that other guy. Uh, just call 657-888-3835. That's 657-888-DUEL. <laughs> uh, you guys can also email us at awesome at airpodcast.com. Uh, you can like us on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash airpodcast, or you can follow me or Kane on Twitter. I'm at Red is Awesome, R-E-T-T is Awesome. Uh, Kane's at Kaner Wainer. K-A-N-E-R-W-A-N-E-R. That's right. Um, we would really love it to hear from you guys. Uh, we actually have some emails and stuff that we'll probably get to next episode. Um, and also, too, if you guys feel like calling and leaving a voicemail and harassing us a little bit, yeah. uh, if you make the cut, we'll put you uh, we'll put you on an episode with yeah. uh, with your voice uh, your voicemail to be heard. So I don't know. How about it? Um, we listen to them all. We read them all. There's only so many. We want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dick, quit calling. <laughs> Sick of your bullshit. <laughs> your wife's calling me now. She's getting, she's thinking something's going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't know what to tell her, man. <laughs> but, uh, so, I think that's been it for Duel of Taints this week. I'm Kane. Um, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> the uh, funny thing is, I almost said I'm Rhett. I know. Naturally, uh, I almost said I'm Rhett. Oh, well, wait. you always go first. That's yeah. why. All right, well, I'm Kane. And I'm Rhett. Uh, it's been a trap. <laughs>